So welcome back to this lovely, happy day that I want to share. It's a bit unusual because it's a conversation uh, with my granddaughter, Emily Davidson, about her trip with her boyfriend, Ryan Gam, about a week ago to Iceland. They flew there and had a 10-day holiday with so many interesting adventures that I really wanted to put it into a podcast. So we talked together and we taped it. And now I'm going to put my tape here for the podcast to share with her friends and anybody who's interested to hear about an adventure in Iceland. So Emily, it's all yours. Yeah. Um, first morning, what time did you get there and then what happened? So we got there around 6 a.m. Iceland time. We had slept maybe like two hours on the plane. We got our rental car. Everything went so smoothly. And um, then we just drove over to this little hot springs place. And yeah, it was so funny because mom and dad said that you can go on the hot springs. There's a hike. You don't really have to do it, but whatever. So Ryan and I thought that we would just drive right over there and... Um, you know, just go. We thought that it would be a relaxing thing after not having slept all night. Was it what you hoped it would be? Well, that's the funny thing because we drive up and there were hot springs at the base of what looked like a little hill mountain yeah. thing, but nobody was swimming in them. So we were like, okay. And so then we were like, oh, well, let, let's just try to do this hike that. I was like, well, let's just try to do this hike that um, mom and dad were talking about that wasn't necessary. So we're going up, and we didn't have on any of the right clothes. It was like we were just in kind of our plain attire with our running shoes on, not not hiking gear. <laughs> yeah, so we were hiking and hiking, and it was straight uphill. We are like, geez, where are these hot springs that they're talking about? I thought that it was going to be right at the base of whatever. Yeah. So we were walking. It was an uphill walk. Yeah, it was all uphill, and, um... Was anybody else doing it? There was a few people that we saw, so finally, after maybe, like, 45 minutes of walking, we stopped somebody, and we are like, are there hot springs on this hike? Yeah, we were like, what are we doing? And then finally, um, the person was like, oh, yeah, it's right around the corner. Just, just you wait. So, um we finally stumbled upon these hot springs and it was beautiful it was so cool it was like this rushing river and the river was i don't know what a typical hot tub temperature How is wide um it was probably like the width like half the width of the dock i would say yeah um like probably a family of four could sit side by side comfortably was it deep no yeah so you could sit and it would just come up to like your belly button Mm -hmm. and yeah people were there was little wooden slats so that you could change and whatever into your bathing suits and people were just lounging around in the river and it was so cool because there was a river running into it and that one was fed by glaciers so you could go into the hot river, then you could jump into the cold river, and was it was the so hot cool. River really hot? It was. It was a comfortable temperature. Was it like, was it no, it wasn't boiling. It was like a nice hot hot tub. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was so cool. We were just 
we sat in there for a while and the sun all came out and it was just beautiful. And it was sort of like mid morning. Yeah, so by that time it was probably like 11. Mm -hmm. um, so then finally after swimming around and stuff, we hiked all the way back and that was great. And we found a little, there was like a little um, breakfast place at the bottom of the hill. So we, we got um, some like hot drinks and breakfast and whatever. And then it was perfect timing. We drove all the way back to Reykjavik and we were able to check into our hotel at that point. Right. So... And when the volcano didn't come that day? No, the volcano was the second day. Okay, so did you go to sleep then? Um, it was like probably two in the afternoon. So we took a quick rest and then we went out and we explored Reykjavik a little bit. We got dinner and then we went to bed. We went to bed so early. We went yeah, to bed at like 6 p.m. When you stayed up all night, it's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and then we slept in until like 7 the next day. That's a big sleep. I know. Really but, yeah, if you think about it, it was like almost 12 hours of sleep, which is crazy. Yeah, which is good. So, yeah, the next day, it was so interesting because while trying to book the trip, I kept looking up this volcano hike, and I was like... Can we do it alone, or do we need a guide? Like, it seems kind of dangerous to do by yourself. Yeah, not knowing. Yeah, and so we Googled it, and everything that came up was like, yes, you need a tour guide. Here are all of the, these guides, blah, 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 that you can book. And it was all like $150 each because they had to monitor the gas levels and, like, the earthquake levels and stuff like that. <clears throat> um but obviously all of these sites pay to be at the top of your search bar because they want you to use them so i got a number of a guy from auntie robin that she knows who's lived in iceland a little bit oh yeah i know yeah so i had spoken to him like two days before we were leaving for the trip and he's like oh no you definitely don't need a guide there's well-marked trails so it was kind of a spur of the moment decision to go on this volcano hike um, so we wake up that morning, and I look at, on the government site, and they're like, yep, the volcano just started erupting last <laughs> night again. You said it had been still for 30 days. Yeah, it had been still for the full month before. Yeah. So, of course, late that night, it had started erupting again, so the lava was spewing and everything. So we were, like, a little nervous yes. going, and we didn't really know what we were getting into. Yeah, but anyways, we we drove over, we like found a place to park, there was a, a local guide there, and she was like, yeah, it's kind of a cloudy day, so I don't know if you'll see anything, but it the conditions are safe, so go ahead. So, we start walking, and the map that I had was totally wrong, so I, I start leading Ryan, I was like marching over, leading the way, and, and I was like, maybe we should ask somebody where we're going so i was like do you know where this path takes us they're like nowhere this is back to another parking lot oh, no. so we were walking for like ha half an hour oh, in the complete gosh. wrong direction oh, gosh. But at least ask. yeah at least we asked and so then we asked another couple like where where the heck are we going i don't know and they were from boston and they were very chatty and they were like oh you make a left over there and there's a big hill and be prepared because you walk right into a cloud and we got hailed on and you can't see so you have to hold on to each other but it's worth it so that'd be a bit scary yeah i know so we were a little bit like okay well sure so so yeah you basically start 
by it was this huge incline walk yeah and then um then once you get to the top Did that, you in climbing boots by then? yeah we were in like proper hiking gear so it was yeah. great but it was such a hot day that we never would have thought to bring like rain or no. or um like warmer clothes or anything yeah. so poor ryan was in a t-shirt when you get to the top of the mountain, it was true, a cloud was covering the top of the mountain. So you walked into a cloud. Yeah. In the cloud, you could not see two feet in front of you. That felt funny. It was crazy. And Is so there I. Any kind of stuff coming down? Yeah, like hail and you rain. You had to cover your eyes? Um, no, not really. Like, I don't think it was volcano yeah, stuff, it was just like rain. Um, but yeah, I basically had to like hold on to Ryan because you couldn't see in front of you. Yeah. And we continued like that probably for 40 minutes. That's a long time. It was a long time. You didn't know what you were coming to. Yeah, we had no idea. Oh, there, there was a lot of people. There, yeah, it was, yeah, it was heavily populated. So finally we, we stopped somebody and we were like, can you even see anything there? Um, and they're like, yes, it is so worth it. You have to keep going. They're like, ah, okay, fine. And it was so eerie because in the distance you could hear kind of like thundering and explosions. It was so crazy. It was so freaky, but it was like the coolest experience. And then finally, all of a sudden, the clouds parted and you could just see the red hot lava exploding from the volcano. We're glad you knew you weren't walking into it. I know. Fire pit. Well, you knew how we knew that we were getting close. All of a sudden, we looked down and we realized that we were walking on chilled lava. Oh, not so, on hot. No, not on hot stuff. Come down yeah, it had hardened. So, like, we noticed that, and then two minutes later, we looked up and we could see the volcano, and people started crying. People were like, oh my gosh, screaming and cheering. It was such a cool moment. Was that the most amazing moment? Yeah. Ryan and I were just holding on to each other, like, oh my gosh. Wish somebody else had been a photographer. I know, taking pictures of us. Did you pull the camera and take a picture of the volcano? Yeah. We got so many pictures of the volcano because it was, it was like a hundred feet away. Really? I mean, I sorry, meters, meters. Would that be to the island from here? Yeah, it would probably be from like here to Pine Island. It's like that, going up in the air. Yeah. Wow. So it was really wild. And um, so there was like another, so yeah, anyways, the lava was rushing down. It was like a rushing river, basically. Coming by your feet by this time? It wasn't that close, but... It was so crazy because it went from super cold on top of the mountain to, like, very hot. <laughs> oh, on top of the mountain, it got hot because of the lava? Yeah, you could feel the lava from that far away. So, yeah, it was just so interesting. And um, we stayed there for a little bit, but then I started getting kind of freaked out because all of a sudden, I don't know what the science is, and I should probably look it up, but all of a sudden you could hear big cracks and it sounded like other eruptions coming from really close by. I wondered if the earth would open under your feet. Yeah, and a new volcano would spring up or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think somebody explained that it was the lava heating the rock beneath and the rock started kind of That's exploding no a little bit. <laughs> I know, exactly. So it was like really, it was kind of freaky. Yeah. Let's start back. It was like really cool, but then I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and then you 
you had to walk through the dark cloud going back? No, and then this was the coolest part, is that we had the eerie start, but then on the way back, the sun had come around, so the oh. clouds had parted. It was a beautiful, hot, sunny day. Yeah. We could see the entire way back, and looking back over our shoulders, you could see the volcano for miles and miles to come, behind so you. behind us, yeah. So the whole thing was, like, complete. Yeah, it was, like, the perfect weather. I couldn't have asked for anything better because I feel like if it was a sunny, hot, clear day and you could see the volcano for miles, I feel like I wouldn't have gone as close as I did. Probably not. Yeah. Out of the blackness and there was. Yeah, and there it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas before, I'd be like, okay, I think I think we're close enough. We can turn around. It sounds like something like the Lord of the Rings and Mordor or something. Yeah. There it was. It was so dramatic. Like, everything that you're picturing, it's probably exactly what it was. Yeah. So did you carry on with your day after that? Well, the perfect thing was that we had a 5 p.m. Um, booking at something called the Blue Lagoon. I don't know if you've heard of it. I heard something through your mom or something about it. Yeah, what it's like it? the biggest natural hot spring. It's fed by the the, hot, the local hot springs, and it's this yeah. big, literal blue lagoon. It's this like a pool. bigger than a pool. Bigger, way bigger than a pool. Like a yeah, like a, a small lake. It's blue, it's blue. It's like turquoise in color. Oh wow! And um. And you swim up, there's like this smoothie bar, this like juice and smoothie bar, and you get a free free juice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also swim up, there's like a face mask bar. So Ryan and I, we got our face masks on, we got our little juices, and we were just sipping and floating, and it was the perfect end to the day because it was right beside the volcano. So by face mask, you mean goggles? Or? No, no, like a like a clay mask that oh, you like put to, on each to other. Just to be, yeah, just to be funny and fancy. Right, yeah. Fun. And no doubt you took pictures of that. Yeah, we did. And that blue lagoon was warm and cool. It was hot because it was fed by the natural hot springs in the neighborhood. So did you say that you would float in there? You didn't have yeah. to drink in there you could float around, like it was shallow enough to stand everywhere you were, but it was also, it had enough, um, I guess, like natural salt that you could float. But it wasn't like a cement bottom, it was no, no. natural. It was like natural rock and like algae stuff. That's amazing. So yeah. what happened after that? Was it supper time? Or? Yeah, by then it was probably like 8 o'clock, so we, we drove back to Reykjavik and we had a late dinner in Reykjavik that night. Lots of fish. Lots of fish. We found this amazing fish and chips place down by the water. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we had two nights that we were in Reykjavik. And then from, you weren't there all the time. Where else no. Were, what happened after you were there? And then the next day we did um, the Golden Circle, which is basically like a, a, it's like a circular road that you drive down. And it's definitely the most kind of touristy area of Iceland. It basically has little stops where you, you know, you drive, you get off, you go, you see a geyser exploding, or you right. go and you see, um... It's the, not something you push <laughs> No, it's like a natural thing. Um, and then you go and see the biggest waterfall in Iceland, then you go and see the crater of an extinct volcano that looks really cool. Yeah. So, like that, it was cool, but it wasn't as rewarding as our first two days. 
by doing like hikes and yeah, it was definitely like the big bus tours would roll up and everybody would pile out and you would kind of have to wait in line to go see this thing. Yeah, so it was interesting, but it wasn't our favorite day. And yeah, moved on from that. And then the day after too was also kind of whatever because we had planned on doing this big hiking trip. Um, but we didn't realize that you needed a four-wheel drive car to get to oh, the hike. To get to where the oh really? Yeah. Well, what did you do? So we ended up just kind of staying in the area. We found two local hot springs that were really cool. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of like natural pools that you just drive up to. And what's the scenery like around you when you're there? Is it familiar? Um, it's well. One of them was on a glacier-fed lake. Right. So, would it be trees around like this? Or no, no yellow? trees at all. No, no. no trees anywhere. So it, it's kind of just. It's like ice bound. It's no. It's basically like it, the whole island is lava. It was right. made from lava. Stuff just doesn't want to grow. No. So yeah, it's basically, um, I guess, lava fields, yeah. like um, black rock, oh, and then right. some of it has. Did you bring home some black rock? I did. I brought two pieces that I chipped off of the lava from the volcano. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, exactly. It's tiny. It's tiny. Like I could turn it into earrings or something. But <laughs> yeah. But um. So then you were there. Yeah. So then the fourth day was kind of like we just did some local hot springs. Because that was because you didn't have the four wheel drive. Yeah. No, we didn't. We could have taken a bus, but it was six hours in total oh. of on the bus, so no thanks. Yeah. Um, was that disappointing, or you just made up for it? No, it was fine. We had we had had two pretty big hiking days the first two yeah. days yeah. that we were fine to because we kept having to remind ourselves that yes, um, we want to see all of the things and do all of the things but we're also on vacation so yeah, it was kind of nice. yeah it was kind of nice just having the day to like sleep in a little bit yeah. go to the local hot springs yeah exactly we had a great we found like a great spot for lunch and dinner so it was kind of just like a treat or something did you say that that wasn't how great you know, Reykjavik no yeah, I was in this little little town. So you stayed in a little town in the mm -hmm. lodge or something. It was a it was a really nice place that we stayed in. The hotel had opened up like two weeks prior, so they were they were really trying their best to give like the best possible service. So it was really nice. Was it what you complained or was it the standard? Well, so they um the lobby or the main kind of reception area used to be the hotel. So it was this very quaint log cabin type of thing. And the owner was so nice. Like he went above and beyond to try to make us at home. But then the actual hotel was right beside it. And it was this very modern, sleek, minimalistic. It was really cool. So the quaint thing was what, like a welcome center? Yeah, it was like the dining room. Was 
It was the dining room. Like, you could eat there. It was where breakfast was served. We got... Yeah, exactly. So it was great. And they had hot tubs there, too. So it was a great place for our kind of more children. Did you research that before you went? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, Did you memorize the name of the town? It, it was called Raykolt. Say it again. Raykolt. Raykolt. Like R E R E Y K H O L T. Raykolt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the names are so funny, they're so hard to pronounce. I wonder what the language is if it's called Icelandic. Yeah, it is Icelandic. And it is a whole other language. It's a whole other language, whole other yeah. like dictionary. Like I mean, Swedish and Swedish. Yeah. Icelandic. Icelandic. It sounds very similar to what, you know, Swedish yeah. would Some sound like or something like that. Possibly understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had like weird caricatures too. Oh, too. Yeah. So then after that, what happened? So then, after that, we drove to this little town called Vic. Vic, like V-I-C? V-I-K. Oh, Vic. And it was like a weird eye, one with like an accent. Oh, like, like an umlaw. <laughs> yeah, like an yeah, exactly. So, but on the way, we drove past this waterfall, um, and it was like a really cool, big waterfall that you could walk behind. Oh, like wide, not just a straight down narrow way. No, yeah, exactly. You could walk you could walk behind it and take pictures there and there's a pathway actually there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And um did you have to be in a bathing suit to get wet behind it? No, no. Well, you had to have your like rain jacket and everything and because splash. you would get splashed, yeah. But the coolest part was that in the guidebook that Ryan's mom um gave to us before going, they said this waterfall is cool, but it's, like, where all the tourists go to. But if you walk just past the campground, um, past the parking lot on your right, you wouldn't even know. But if you crawl through these rocks, you can get to this secret waterfall. <gasps> so That's great. His mother researched Yeah, I know. So, yeah, it was it was great because his mom gave us this, well, it was, like, the Lonely Planet guidebook. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, before um, going to any of the sites or anything like that, I would always, because Ryan was the de designated driver, so I would always read to him, like, what we were seeing, what yeah, other yeah, things we, we could, do. could do. Yeah. So you were a good team. Yes. Yeah. Um, was there other people crawl through this part to see the kitten Not a lot. There was definitely, like, other people there, but it was way less busy than the other one. Yeah, there's maybe like two other people. Was it a big waterfall? It was really big, and you had to crawl through this crevice with a with a river in the middle. So you had to wear like waterproof shoes, and you would crawl through. And then there was this big rock with a waterfall dripping down in like a skylight, basically. It was so cool. Yeah. It, it looked like it was literally just dropping down from the heavens or something. And you could stand on the rock and take really cool pictures. Poetry. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, that was cool. Then you had to, what, retrace your steps to get out of there? Yeah. And then you get out on the other side. 
No, we had to retrace our steps and get back in the car, and then we drove to Vic, and Vic is known for their black sand beaches. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. It was like something out of a movie. They have little, like, we call them, like, rock droppings. It was like these big pillar things out Ooh. in the water. Oh, right. So it was really... Like statues almost. Yeah, like statues, and, um... The black thing must have been the volcanic rock. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, exactly. So that was interesting, and the black sand beaches, and it had basalt columns. Oh, did you have a little bag of black sand? No, I didn't. I thought about it, but I never had anything to put it in. I know that would have been cool. Yeah, make a little something with it. I know. I wish I did in hindsight, but oh well. Um, but yeah, so we, and that day again was so hot that Ryan was walking shirtless on the beach and I had my like sports bra on because it was just so hot and we hadn't planned for it. We had sunscreen, but we also didn't put it on, so we did burn a little bit, but it was okay. Um, so yeah, it was cool. And, and the rocks, it's like, there's basically a mountain and then it goes to the black sand, but the, the mountain is called the salt columns. So they're basically these rectangles. I don't know how they got formed, but they're like- They're out in the water though. No, no, they're like the, the mountain is here, the black sand is here, and then there's weird columns in the water too. And then also on the land. But also on the land, and it's so weird. They're like these rectangular pillars that make up this mountain. Like you're from another world. Yeah, it was, it's so strange. They look man-made because they're perfectly well, cut. Well, that reminds my description of why that was like that. Or was it yeah, it was something to do with the ice age or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When you're like on that beach with the water there, that's the, the that, what is that? The North Sea or what is that? The North Atlantic. North Atlantic. I mean, yeah. Sea's over by Mm-hmm. So what, we wouldn't go in there, that would be very cold water. Right? Well, it's also nicknamed the most dangerous beach in the world. Oh, undertow? Yeah, crazy undertow. I'm just screaming. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, it says you can't even get, you can't even kind of get close because even the waves crashing on the beach are so big and the, the pull is so strong, even if you were on the beach, not even in the water, it will pull you right out. Oh, or maybe the beach, you know how when you stand on the beach, the sand starts to slip yeah. on your feet and you lose your footing and then the water. Yeah, exactly. So you were really conscious of. Yeah, we did not I even get near. I like many tourists do don't obey and then they have incidents. Oh, they have many incidents there, but there's like big warning signs everywhere. It's so funny. Mom, I guess, didn't know that before she went. Oh, and she probably walked right down. Well, she said that she wore a bathing suit underneath her clothes that day, hoping to maybe get in. <laughs> I know. That is still got you, Mom. Yeah, seriously. Did she not go to the beach where there were signs, or did she not believe Well, no, I think she didn't know before she went, but then when you get there, there are signs There's everywhere, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So then you went somewhere where the continent splits or something. Oh yeah, that was on our kind of touristy day, the our third day. 
Yeah, you can stand in the middle of the two continents. So there's North America on one side and then Europe on the other. So, so you how can, does that work? Because is Iceland joined at the top, I guess, to everything? I don't know. It's hard for me to picture what part of North America that would be. Like there's Labrador and then there's, well, I don't know, there's Greenland. Which I don't know, is there another sort of thing that, I don't know if Greenland comes between Iceland and Yeah, it Canada. does. It does. I mean, that's cool over here. I think Greenland is technically on the North American continent and maybe it joins way up in the yeah yeah i don't know that's something you have to study now yeah to somebody else ask you like me i know so yeah are we at day five yet or no yeah so that was day five um the black sand beach and the waterfalls and i feel like we did something else that day but i can't remember um, Where did you stay? In the little town of Vic? Yeah, we stayed in the little town of Vic. We stayed up on a hill. Was it like countryside or was it? Yeah, it was countryside, but it still gave a great view of the beach. It was so, so interesting. Yeah. Um, were you like the only building on the hillside? Yeah, we were. Oh, no, it's okay. But uh, yeah, we, we were the only building up there, and it was great. They served an amazing, every place that we went to served an amazing breakfast that was included. So did you find your belt getting tight? <laughs> Definitely a little bit. I've been overindulging this summer. But you were such a walker getting up there. I know. Are you still doing that? Yeah, I still do that, but you know. Things changed. Yeah. Really. So there you were up on the hill at Vic. Was that more quaint or was it a modern yeah it was definitely more quaint the room was your typical european room just mm -hmm. you know very like tiny little beds and but still you're looking out and there's no trees right? no there's no trees anywhere. what is there no is there like there's basically no fields no fields is yeah it fields yeah fields there are fields that was more of like a farming town so there actually were fields with so stuff growing so in them yeah and like horses running around and oh, stuff. Kind of yeah, there's wild horses and sheep everywhere. That would be great. There's more sheep in Iceland than people. Is there really? Yeah, you and they're everywhere. Really? Brian was so scared of them because they look a little scary. Are yeah, they with horns? Yeah, they have the horns. Oh, the, the sheep, like the mountain sheep with the horns. Yeah. Not, not straight up, but more like They had growth. both. They had both. It was so funny. Yeah, they were very intimidating and they're very like sturdy, I guess, because the winters there are crazy. And they're so. wild and they hike around on the hills. Yeah. They're not belonging to a farm. No, no. But but some of them some of them would kind of like charge up at you. Well, that wouldn't be so great. No. So Ryan was more scared than I was. But. <laughs> Did your dad jump, you know, jumping behind Jenny when he thought there was a shark? Yeah. Ryan jumping behind Emily and yeah, for a sheep. <laughs> and they were so they were so scared of people, so. Yeah. So what, what happened after that? How many total days did you have? Um, we were there for ten days, so this is probably like halfway through our trip. Really? Um so the next day was really cool. We drove about twenty minutes to this town called Skogar. S K O with a weird accent. G A R. Skogar. Skogar. And um, mom and dad had been on this hike, and they were like, oh, you have to do this hike. So it starts off at this huge waterfall that looks like something out of a movie. Yeah. 
Um, bigger than the one you were describing before. Yeah, even bigger. Just wider. Yeah. Um, and and Yeah, and, well, yeah, definitely smaller, but <laughs> you walk up basically to the top of it, and, you know, there's, like, a lot of tourists around there taking pictures and whatnot, but there's a trail, and you can keep walking. You basically follow this river, and it's this huge, mossy canyon. Oh, really? Um, up there looking down. Yeah, like, up there looking down at the river. Moss, you say moss. Yeah. So it's very green and lush, but no no trees or anything like that. It's just kind of mossy. Easy. And um, when you look down, do you see out to the ocean, or you see just land? Yeah, you can see. Well, the incredible thing is that Iceland is typically a rainy, foggy country, but the, all the days that we were there, it was beautiful, sunny, and clear. It was incredible. So shining. Yeah, I know. We kept pinching ourselves we we're like why why is this happening and all of the locals were like we never get the sun oh yeah 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 um yes and so we started off on this hike and it was this 10 mile or 16 kilometer hike straight uphill <laughs> well it, it was like a gradual incline it wasn't too dramatic but um yeah, and the hike, you're basically just following this canyon rushing river, and there's 26 waterfalls. Oh my goodness. And each one is so different and dramatic that you round the bend, and we were like, oh my gosh, there's another one. Come look at this. Isn't that perfect? Yeah, and it was a sunny day, so everyone had a rainbow coming out of it. Oh, that's nice. It was like, that's yeah, it was so cool. It was like a big Plus. Yeah, it really was. It truly, yeah. So yeah, you could look one way, and the one way would look all the way back to the ocean, yeah. and then you look the other way, and it looked up to a glacier. So it was icy, like white. Yeah, white, huge, vast, snow-capped mountains. Oh, that was that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Now we were fully in glacier dome. But, um, yeah, so we, it was kind of like one of those hikes where you hike five miles up, and then you turn around and retrace your steps. Oh, right, right. Did that take, like, a half a day? Yeah, the whole hike in total took six hours. So you were ready to stop and take a break. Yeah, by yeah. the end, we were pooped. So, well, it was great because we stayed in the same hotel that Mom and Dad had, and it's right at the base. Of the, at the, of the first waterfall. And what, and what, that's not a town, then? That's not thick. No, it was this tiny town called Skogar. Oh, yeah, it's Skogar, yeah. So the hotel was there with the dining room? Yeah, the hotel was incredible. I know. Yes. Yeah, the hotel was incredible because um, it had, its dining room faced that original waterfall and it was floor-to-ceiling glass windows, so we got a corner little table, and we were able to just look out at it as the sun was setting. It was so nice. Yeah, it was really incredible. So that was great. We got dinner and then went to bed because we were so tired. And then... Did you stay there another night? No, that was just one night. So 
The next morning we had to wake up a little bit earlier because we were taking a ferry across to a little island. Oh, I think I heard vaguely that you were doing that. Yeah. Did island have a different name? It was called um, Haimea. Haimea. Yeah. And, um, How little is little? It's pretty little. Like, you could drive across it in 10 minutes. Oh, that's pretty little. Yeah, it was very little. What was the attraction there? So, well, the cool part is that apparently this also never happens, but we were going across in the ferry, and all of a sudden, like, a family of whales oh. were following the boat. Oh, that's more than exciting. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And everybody was like, that never happened. Were they jumping? They weren't jumping, they but you could just bodies. see their big bodies were coming they, out. Did they ever blow? Um, no, I didn't see that. But, oh, but you saw their bodies. Yeah, it was they tell crazy. You what kind of whales? Um, no, but they looked like uh, those killer whales. Like they, they white and black. Yeah, it was like big black things with a tiny little fin on top. So they almost looked like a shark, but they were big. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, they're jumping up and down. So that was really amazing. interesting. Like two or three of them, or more? Yeah, there was probably like three of them. I would say. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, it's so cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Had Ryan or you ever seen something like that? No, I don't think I've ever seen whales. Oh, that's amazing. So that was really interesting. Yeah, so that was a plus. And when you're on that little island, what did you do? Um, so the island had had a volcanic explosion like 40 years ago really like really recently was that what made the island or no no the island well the island had originally been created by volcanoes like hundreds of years ago so it's like a really funny island it it's very mountainous even though it's really? very small but um yeah so we we started off by going to this museum that talks about the volcanic explosion because we figured we should do one museum yeah. to, yeah. you know, just learn about the place. And it was so interesting. It said that there was no warnings, just one night, January 21st, 1970, all of a sudden, it, was, it wasn't even a volcano. It was like a, the earth just opened up and a big crack and just lava started exploding everywhere. Did people live there then? Yeah, people live there. But, but they said it was almost as if the town was protected because the seas were so rough the day before that all the ships were in port. Yeah. So everybody and all the planes had been grounded. Yeah. But by the time these explosions had happened, the sea was totally calm. So everybody was able to board on the boats and the planes and go safely, and there were no casualties. So these doing this, were they doing it as planned or they did it to get away? They did it to get away. And they were allowed to use the planes and the boats. Yeah. They hadn't been sitting there booked for passengers. No. It was it was like fishing boats and right. stuff. So people just piled on. So and that would have been more exciting than those people would have wanted to have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the story behind it was really interesting. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. And, um... So yeah, we did that, and then on the other side of the island, there's, um, like a puffin breeding ground. Oh, that puffins. It was, they're so cute. Yeah, bright orange, and they're like these little chubby little birds, these tiny little things that look like mini penguins. Like six inches tall? Yeah, no, they're very, very small, even smaller than that, maybe. Like a tiny little ball, like a peach. 
For some reason, I picture their head being more like a baseball mm. with this big bill. No, they're tiny little things. Did they're you take so a cute. Yeah, I, I took I took a few pictures. Yeah. Um, but they they basically look like a little miniature penguin, but with a very bright orange beak. And it was so cute because um, there's this little hut that you that you go in that somebody has made, and you can go in it, and there's little slats where you kind of just peep out and watch them, and they don't realize that you're there. And they're not afraid. Yeah, so they're just going about doing their things. You can you can see like some of the birds interacting with one another, and do it's they peep so. And, and they make any sounds? Um, they do. I forget. It's nothing That's special because I couldn't remember. Yeah. But it was so cute, and there's millions of them on Ooh. this one area of the island. Is it a rocky area? Or no, it's like mossy. Hill. Mossy, so they're not yeah. going down into the sea. They're more on the land. Yeah, they're more on the land, and they they all have these little like kind of mini cave-like things that they like go in, oh, go that's out. Yeah, little burrows. So so cute, just watching them do their thing. Oh, that's great. So we stayed there for a little bit. And then... Did you come back off that island the way you'd gone on in the same ferry? Well, we actually stayed there overnight. Did you? Yeah. And that was our coolest accommodation. I don't know how I found this, but it was called glamping. Oh, glamping. Yeah. That's glamour camping. Yes. And it was definitely glamorous. Um... No, it was something that I had found. It was this little barrel, basically. Big, big barrel. Like, you could stand up in it. And there was like a little, a miniature living room with like two chairs yeah. and then the two beds in the back yeah. and a little mini fridge. So we kept snacks in there yeah. and a little porch. And it was in the middle of nowhere on this island. Were there several of them? There was like five of them. Were the other ones inhabited that night? Yeah, they were all inhabited. Yes. So it felt cozy. It felt cozy. Yeah, but you were basically in the middle of this canyon. I think it was like a very old, extinct uh, volcano yeah, canyon. And part of the 40-year. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you were sheltered by the wind. But it was the coolest thing ever. We were just in these little barrel hut things. Did they have a name for them? Um, it was literally called glamping. Glamping. Because you know when you were in Tofino, I think... Oh, yeah, the wooden A-frame structure. Yeah, there were those, but then up here in the winter, there's something else in the name is escaping me, but people oh, yeah. camp in the wood, but they don't have... Like a yurt? Yes, that was what I Oh, was. yeah. They don't have any little refrigerators here. I think you bring your own sleeping bag. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's anything inside that's special. It's just a protection. Yeah, no, these had... It was very cute. Does it was, happen? Did yeah. it have like a door and a window? Or? Yeah, it had a door, a window, little, basically like um, chairs that you could sit on, and on your tiny little porch. normal beds, but they, they had fresh bedding and everything. Yeah, fresh bedding. Yeah, and it had cute little pillows and cute little wall oh. sayings that were framed. Did you meet the people that owned them? Were they cute um, <laughs> no, we didn't. We we didn't meet the the people because it was like a glamping site. So basically, when you were there, you had it was very casual. You just came in and picked up the key from yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. So yeah, it's so cool. People that when you were there overnight, did you do more stuff on the island the next day, or you No, but that night was the night that we used um, some of your generous gift, and we went to this 
incredible. Mom had told us about it because she said that it was one of the highlights of her trip. There's this local fishery that does this five course okay, meal. But this is on this little island. Yeah. She didn't know about these barrel houses. No, she didn't know about the barrel well, houses. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um but yeah, so for dinner that night we walked over because it was so close. We went to this yeah. local fishery thing. On the water? Yeah, it's on the water and <clears throat> they do this incredible local Icelandic five course meal and the the um, the menu changes every day because they use what is fresh in that day. Wow. So it was so cool what we ate, and it's so different from what anything I would ever buy at home. But you liked it. Yeah, it was really good. It's not great. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was specifically fish, or not things like shrimp. No, it was so like as the appetizer, for example, it was um, cod skin that had been deep fried. Right. And it was served with this like hummus type of dipping yeah. stuff. And then for the second course, it was like little crackers made out of something with cured lamb, like Icelandic lamb, yeah. and a little flour that was edible and they found in the countryside that day. Yeah, it was so cool. Just, what, your mom and dad stayed there though, did they? But they must have stayed in a normal. Hotel. Yeah, they stayed in a regular hotel. Yeah, she was like, "What? That's so cool." That. Yeah. There's a few things that they're like, what? We didn't see that. Oh, good for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You bet. Yeah, I love researching little fun things to do. Great, Emily. Yeah. So then what happened after you were there? Was there more? Um, yeah, there was kind of just like one more day and then the rest is like whatever. But so the next day we took a ferry and we drove three hours. Oh, wow. Um, to the west, to the east side of the island. To the east, towards, yeah. Yeah. Away from them, towards England. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it becomes, like, a little bit colder. Yeah. So it was a big difference from being in this kind of, like, tropical-feeling island mm -hmm. to then all of a sudden we went and we saw a glacier lagoon, mm -hmm. which is where big chunk, big icebergs basically break off the glacier. Oh, really? And they start floating in this lake so it's so weird and when we were there all of a sudden a seal popped up right beside us oh, and we were cold? no we were just walking along the beach and we were completely alone and all of a sudden the seal head just popped out right like oh, a yeah. few feet off of the beach we were like ah <laughs> i know they can make i know the sea lions out in
Sure. So, some of them were really, really big, but the it's ones... sad, too, because the glaciers I know. Yeah, it was a little sad to see, but... What were you going to say? Um, but, yeah, so on... On the other side, there's this beach called Diamond Beach, and basically it's another black sand beach, but these icebergs, they come through the channel and they go out to sea, but a lot of them are pushed back onto sea, so basically it's this black sand beach, and then these bright blue turquoise icebergs are just sitting on the beach. Oh, but they're melting, but they're not. Maybe it's colder over there, so they're not Yeah, they're not melting. really melting. They're kind now, of just sitting there. when you say they're sitting there, how high would one be? Oh, most of those ones are pretty small. Like, they would probably come up to my chest. Right, so yeah. chunks of ice. Yeah, big chunks of, like, turquoise blue ice. It was so That's strange. amazing. And then, yeah, so that, that was really interesting to see. It was nothing like I've ever seen before. And then the, the current from the lake to the ocean was kind of a rushing river. And the seals were all playing in the currents. It was so funny. So that was a, that's like an extra here come see the show. But yeah. You, you were the only ones seeing it. Yeah, like we were not expecting that. And it was so funny that the seals would just like pop their heads up and quickly dash back under and then surf the waves. I mean, that's a real plus. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. And so then our, basically our last night was we stayed in that area, and there was only one hotel really, and it was the hotel that mom and dad had stayed at, and right. that was the night that we totally splurged. Like the rest we tried to be somewhat conservative, but yeah. that night we went all out, yeah. and it was the coolest hotel ever. Perfect. It was like so modern, Icelandic, but... um. Oh my gosh, it was it was just really cool. Like the lobby had such interesting it had such an interesting atmosphere, very Icelandic but Feels, very modern. Feelings of the country as you say, but yeah. Yeah. And it had this spa area in the basement where you could go and it had these big barrel hot tubs. Mm -hmm. So you would go and you would sit in them. And so we did that before dinner. We sat in the big barrel hot tubs and you look out to this vast land and it was kind of foggy and it was such a great way to end the day. And then we went, we got all cleaned up. We got showered up. We put on our best clothes. Ryan had brought dress pants and um, nice. dress shoes and stuff. And we went up. And you not a dress because it was cold, but I brought, like, nice blouse and stuff. And we went up to the fancy dining area, and we got this amazing meal again. And it was in this, like, really, really nice... They had such a nice restaurant. And it was, like, such a great way to end the trip. Isn't that perfect? Yeah! It was so amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yes. So, at the end of a 50-minute interview with my granddaughter, Emily Davidson, I would like to add that they were, as we know, in Iceland, which is surrounded by ocean. And when I was getting Emily to tell me about it, we were on a dock in Muskoka, in which you'll notice there's the sound of waves lapping under the dock and slapping against it. Also, the occasional boat went by, uh, and you could hear its motor. So 
there was background somewhat, you might call it interference, but it was rather authentic since water, ocean, lake, etc. But no icebergs here, no seals, and no volcanoes. So remember, in Linda's happy days, of which this was a very happy one to have my granddaughter share with me, the whole thought one need to keep is be happy and don't worry. Isn't that great? And bye for now.